3: Hi, everybody. I'm Nicole Fisella. I play Isabel Coates on Gossip Girl, and we are watching The X-Files.
4: Welcome back, listeners, to your one and only source and to all things Gossip Girl. You know you'll love it. XOXO. Hi, everyone. This is Jessica Zor, and welcome to XOXO. I'm back this week with another Gossip Girl we watch of season two, episode four, The X-Files. The gang returns from summer vacation and starts another year at Constance Billard in St. Jude. Dan dates the new girl after breaking up with Serena. Chuck tips off Gossip Girl. And the story of Catherine and Marcus continues. I have to tell you, this is a drama-packed episode, which of course means that Blair and her minions must be involved. Fortunately, I actually have one of them joining me today. Nicole Fasella, also known as Isabel Coates. This is a big episode for Iz, so I feel very lucky to have Nicole here to dive into these storylines and remember our favorite behind the scene memories. Let's get into it. What's up, girl? Aw, your hair looks great.
3: Oh my gosh. I was just thinking the same thing about your hair. Thank you. I cut it all off. I was seeing so many of your Instagram stories with like your short hair, and I'm like, yeah,
4: it's time. It's real cute. Uh Thanks. that length and those curls. See, I just oh, got a fresh nice. blowout. Yeah. But if I wash my hair, it's like curly like that. I like it. I
3: know, but I feel like the short curls is like kind of what I needed right now.
4: No, it's a really great look. Great. Thank you. Aww. You
3: look great
4: you- too. It's so good to see you. <laughs> you too. Okay, so I'm so happy to have you back. It's a very, it's a bit of a different run here because we're really breaking down the scenes and what was going on. And obviously, you're very heavy in this episode. And there's like some funny questions I have to ask and get into it. But for everyone, this is Nicole again coming back because we had so much fun, so many laughs. So many people wrote in, messaged, DM'd to all the platforms about how much fun and how much they just loved your personality, and obviously, are so many people's like love you on the show in favor, minion and character, and and it's just it's awesome. So (laughs) we love it, and we have so much fun kind of walking down memory lane and reminiscing. But she's here to watch the X Files, and the X Files is based on the '90s sci-fi drama The X Files, starring David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Which I actually have never seen. So maybe that's something I go back to. I haven't either. So anyways, that's what we're rewatching. Here's where we left off, Nicole. We're just going to jump in. You ready? Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. So here's where we left off. Eleanor rehired Jenny. Dan and Serena broke up again after being stuck (laughs) in an elevator together for hours and talking out their relationship. (laughs) Blair accidentally hooked up with Chuck instead of Marcus during the blackout. It's Vanessa told: accident. <laughs> accident. Total
3: accident. <laughs> I do that all the time. I accidentally hook up. It's, it's
4: amazing. <laughs> Vanessa told Nate she's out for good after talking with Catherine. Oh, and it's the first day of school. So that's where we left off. And here's the log line for this episode. Vanessa discovers a scandalous secret about Catherine and enlists Blair's scheming expertise to use the information to help Nate. Meanwhile, Lily finds herself drawn back to her ex, Rufus. Once again, Dan and Serena face off (laughs) in light of their breakup. (laughs) Okay, so. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going (laughs) on. And just in the last episode, I'm kind of just to the point with Dan and Serena where I'm like, figure it out. Because it's just, we're having the same conversation. And I like them together. I think they bring something cute. But I also feel like Dan's kind of just like, okay, there's always something that happens, Serena. With them, I'm like, figure it out. Yes. So Dan and Serena break up. Do you remember mm-hmm. in high school, if you break up, you see them within the next 24 to 48 hours at the longest. Oh yeah. How awkward and weird is that?
3: That's so weird. Like- I wasn't really like doing that much in high school. I was a little more like kind of nerdy. And I was like into like <laughs> musical theater and stuff. So like I don't know. I wasn't really doing that so much, but I do remember the drama around those people that were. And I was like, ooh
4: girl. Uh- Well, you just, like, don't want (laughs) to see the person, and there's no way around it. Like, you break up after high school, and you know you you may never see the person again. That's probably unlikely if you live in the same town or city and same circle of friends. But, like, in high school, you're seeing that person very soon. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually, like, a devastating break, you know? Like, you don't – so when they're not wanting to see each other, and he's, like, over by Jenny's locker. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're trying to run into her even though you don't no, want to see that, her. You're like trying. Was.
3: The whole time they were like totally trying to. They like I kind of really want to see you, but I'm not supposed to want to.
4: Right. <laughs> <That's the problem." laughs> Which is, oh, I just remember I went through that and it's just not not fun when it's like, yeah, just not fun because you're just like you're kind of hurting or maybe they're hurting a little bit more and you don't want to and it's like the anticipation.
3: Yeah. And I think at that age too, you're like, like what is a breakup really? Like you don't right. even really know, right? right. Like, <laughs> Or really what love is. Y- well, yeah, right. of course. Like in any of, in any of that, it's all like infatuation, right? And like, I, I, just think, I just think you don't even really know what a breakup entails at that point. Right. Like, does that mean like, should we still try to be friends? Should we not be friends? What does that even mean to be friends? Like, right. is, you know what I mean? Like, what does it mean? Right. <laughs> I mean, what is really even a relationship at that age? What are you doing? I mean, you know, like, what are you doing? I mean, like, now these kids, we know what they were doing. These okay, kids, it's right? a different story. Like, yeah, with these kids, it's a different story. These kids are, li- are living, like, full-on adults and, like, go- going out to, like, the hot bars of the hot clubs and, like, having drinks and meeting new people, which is hilarious to me, like, that whole thing.
4: <laughs> but, okay, so <laughs> that, like, that whole situation, though, when they're, like, let's be friends and then they, the three of them go to STK. How do you feel about that? Are you someone that thinks, like, it's, fine to be friends with exes. You are friends with exes. It's weird.
3: Everyone's kind of... That whole situation was probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, who is going (laughs) to... I'm going to go to dinner with you and... I'm going to go to dinner with you and you're not new girlfriend because, like, they weren't really together. They were, And like, we broke you know up 36 I mean? hours ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that did not seem like a good idea. Like, she should have been at home eating ice cream with her mom and watching a movie so that Lily wasn't going to hang out with Rufus. That's, that's what she should have go. been doing. She should have been saving her mom. Her mom would be saving her. They can, like, be, you know, commiserating together even though, you know, she's Right, and Mark, also but, kind of know.
4: staying in your lane even though maybe that's not, like, meaning, like, with the Amanda and Dan thing because – If I were in Dan's shoes, I'm going to Amanda and saying, Hey, since this is our first date, would you mind if my ex girlfriend came with us?
3: Right. Or, Hi, this is our first date. Would you mind if we don't go to STK? Because I like to read books in the library.
4: (laughs) Like, Serena, do you mind not coming with us? Because this
3: is our first date. Yes, exactly. There are a lot of of different ways it could have gone. Yeah. And as a general matter, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of my friends with any of my exes. Like,
4: no, not really. I was always someone that, at one point, at a certain point after the relationship, ended up being friends with my exes. Like to this day, there's like maybe Mm -hmm. one or two that I'm not. Um, But everyone's different. Like I, you know, like doesn't always have to end and be done forever because sometimes you build a beautiful, great thing with someone, but romantically it just doesn't work out. But that also doesn't mean you need to be like homies and like all the things either.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess for me, it's always been a little bit different because, well, first of all, I'm horrible at keeping in touch. So. <laughs> but I mean, for me, with like any exes, I, I honestly, I really, I really kept in touch. I think that, like as I said, I'm not very good at keeping in touch. But then also too, like I'm, I'm a little bit of, kind of cold. I'm just kind of like bye
4: bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're done. We're good here. <laughs> I'm just like yeah, I'm done. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to the opening of this episode, which. Is Jenny talking with Rufus and Dan at the Humphrey Loft? And yeah. she's like very scared to come to school because of what your character and your group of friends make someone like feel, which is like so which nuts. Which is
3: like so serious. I mean, by the way, when I went back and I watched this, I was like, dang, you.
4: We're so mean. I know. I and again, like, we're breaking out an episode that we know we're all acting in and doing this, but we should all take something from these things, anyone listening. But also, like, there's always a lesson to be learned. But when I'm watching this back, like, can you imagine our daughters one day being like, I don't want to go to school because Blair and her group of friends, like, has this whole, like, plan and schedule and thing to, like, either ruin people or accept them or do this. I'd be like, where's Blair live?
3: I know. I'd be like, uh, Mama, Mama Bear's coming out. <laughs> Mama will go talk to some Blairs. Yes. And <laughs> say, listen,
4: girl, why you got to be me? Facts.
3: Facts, girl. <laughs> exactly. Why you gotta I got to be I'm like Totally. I mean, my daughter, you know, she's going to be 10, right? So she's like getting to that. She's getting closer, right? Mm. But she's, I mean, she's the sweetest and she kind of like doesn't really pick up on those things. And like generally everybody's pretty nice at this point right, right now. But, I mean, that's a huge fear of mine, right? Like I know. It's like girl groups that come. And you don't really hear this stuff happening with the boys.
4: No. And I do feel like, you know, I run on emotion. As much as I can be easy, go with the flow. Like if something comes up or bothers me, you know what I mean? I can be like sensitive to something. I do feel like, yeah, I don't know. So I, I just like felt for Jenny. And Rufus as the dad. It's not like she has the, a mother there. I just that for a second, I'm like, he's just got to tell her just to go and be tough and, and do that. But can, like, the feeling of like, I'm supposed to go to school. This should be a safe place where I learn. And yet I have to feel like so weird walking out in the halls or have to feel like I, if I can be accepted, it's just like a really crazy thing. And it's an everyday thing that happens to all people all over. That's why it's such a big thing on the internet and all these places with the anti bullying or accepting right. people for who they are and not being clicky.
3: Yeah. And it's just like, you know, a hundred times worse now with all the social media. That's yeah. the part that's like really, really tough too, you know? Because yeah. like the show, I mean, was so good about showing just the beginning stages of that. Right Now we're so many years later Yeah, and it's just like, it's a lot worse. Like I'm happy. I, I'm like happy. I don't have a high schooler right now, but I know that I'm getting there. So I'm just like, uh-oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen? Oh. But at least like we, you know, whether it's, gone through it with people or with friends or being on a show that touches on it. So it makes yeah. us think about it a little bit more than normal.
3: Mm-hmm. You know what I
4: mean? Yep. Anyways, that happens. And I'm like, oh, poor Jenny to have to feel that way when you're going to a safe place. But it's part of the puzzle sometimes. Yes. And then <laughs> when she gets there, there's a scene where you guys are walking down down the hall and I wanted – I cannot remember for the life of me, and I should – I know at one point, but I don't know if this was my first job that had this, but when cell phones ring on a set or ring in your scene, like if Iz is picking up her phone, yeah, we're not obviously picking it up and talking to the other character right. on the other line. And I yeah. realized that people that watch the show or are listening to this podcast probably don't really know that because it dawned on me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. A lot of times, like, you guys are all walking down the hall. You, Blair, Mm -hmm. Penelope, and all of a sudden, the noise happens. You guys know you get an alert, so you all stop, and you all flip your phones up. Mm -hmm. It was, like, so cute what you guys all did, even though I'm like, oh, they're going to be like me and someone in a second. (laughs) But let's, first of all, let me ask about that. You guys obviously all had to rehearse doing that, right? Like, hit Mm -hmm. your mark here, answer after the AD yells, beep, three beats, then flip the phone. Yeah. Right. Is it something, was it something like that?
3: It was, it was something like that. And I don't remember there even being like a sound or anything. It was just kind of just like, you need to count in your head. You need to pay attention to what's going on around (laughs) you. You know, like, it's not like, it's not like all of it. Like, it's not like the whole set is hearing like a ding, you know, like it's nothing like that. Right. So it's like the timing is everything and not to mention just like, it's the timing. It's what makes Scenes like that, I think, goes so well. Is like when, especially with the minions, right? It's like it all happens at once. Like we flip our phone at the same time. Yeah,
4: I mean, that's the charming part of watching. It's like the the comedy of it, the whole thing of it. It's like, oh my gosh, they walk the same way, they all stop the same way, they flip their phone. But when you watch it as like I'm as a like I'm sitting here watching it for entertainment, you know, I'm right. like that was like crazy. And then as an actor, I'm like, wait, they definitely had to rehearse it. They definitely oh, had a countdown. <laughs> Totally.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. We definitely had all of that stuff. And then, of course, you know, hitting your mark too. Like, you have to make sure because you're like walking, you also have to like, Okay, the phone thing is going to happen. Then you also have to pay attention to like, got you got to make sure that everything is right. And then also like you have to make it to your mark. And if you're like off of your mark even just a little bit, then they can't see, like right. the camera won't be able to pick up on all the little things that's, that's supposed to be in the scene. Right? right.
4: And there's focus on the camera. So it's like w- camera A is getting is in Penelope and it's a cowboy shot. So it's above the waist. So the phone has to be, and then you can't just have the phone above the waist. It's got to be yeah. tilted a certain way yeah. so that the light angle hits the back of the phone, flip, I mean, when I was watching, I'm like that I like I forget that people that sit at home and watch shows for entertainment, like don't know the little detail of that five second scene or not even that was five seconds of the scene. That wasn't even a whole scene.
3: I just remember those times where we would have like more of like the big, the bigger cast ones, right? Where it's like, it's going back, you know, that we get in a, a big circle, like circle. a big group and we get yeah, right. The circle. <laughs> it's like, okay, here comes the face off and it's the circle. And it's like this camera, there's like four cameras, right? And like, everyone's picking up other things. I mean, those shots would take
4: the entire day. And then sometimes three days.
3: I know. And it was just like, and, and you don't see that because then it gets cut down to like, you know. Three or four minutes of the show, yeah, and you're just like, and we spent the entire day doing that stuff. Yeah, so
4: yes, and then also interesting thing is, is then when you know you you're shooting a, a you know a big circle scene like that, like that goes into a couple of days, it's continuity, so you have to go back and have the your hair exactly tucked behind your hair, hair mm-hmm. exactly the way, so you have like hair and makeup with their like books out and all the pictures. Totally. Zap lip. It's I mean there's just so much that goes into it because you have to make it look great for everyone sitting at home so that you guys enjoy it as much as like you you do. Exactly, and it's believable. And that's a funny thing about the continuity actually because I
3: actually I had a modeling job up in Vail a few months ago and um one of the hair and makeup people, he does the hair and makeup on the new Gossip Girl. And he's like, wait a minute. I look at pictures of you all the time because they still have that, Jess. (laughs) They still have our continuity photos on the new one
4: (laughs) like years later. I thought that was so cool. And you know what? I probably should not talk out of turn because I have no idea, but it's probably to make sure that either something similar or not at all alike of how we wore things or did things. It's obviously for... For some – I mean, that's wild and, yeah. and nuts. But I just remember watching that scene and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now, this is what I couldn't remember because there's so many times we all have conversations on it, not just the texting. And then also when you we had to do the camera angles of seeing the text from Gossip Girl or the text mm-hmm. from someone – You would have to sometimes have your hand or elbow on a stand, your hands lit, the camera's lit, and they'd be like, all right, Jessica, uh, turn your hand a little bit to the right, tilt the phone back. And I remember when we had to do the inserts of the phone. I'd be like, oh, we're gonna be here for like three <laughs> hours to get a text from like gossip, a blast from Gossip Girl that says, yeah. "Lonely boy, I'm gonna be here for three <laughs> hours." Totally. Because it, it's wild, and then it's you don't even see it on the phone, they actually do it in post. Add yes. add all the writing. I mean, it's just a it's just nuts because we haven't touched on this at all, and the phones are so yeah, so important in all these scenes. The scenes. Exactly. So, anyways, that I I felt. Was, like, something we needed to touch on. But when you had, like, the headphones like you do now and you and Penelope are walking mm-hmm. past Jenny and it's, like, terrifying watching. I'm like, oh, what are mm-hmm. they going to say or do? And just you just me. walk past her. So you guys don't even, like, yeah, acknowledge her. <laughs> um, you don't have anything on in your headphones. No. Of course not. No. Not at no. all. No. Do you feel like what would is listen to if she was? Ooh.
3: I mean, it would probably be like a pop hip hop kind of thing
4: going on. Like I feel like that's, okay. yeah,
3: poppy hip hop, you know, mainstream,
4: definitely mainstream. Very mainstream, top yeah. 20.
3: Top, yeah, like top top 20. <laughs> but then like thinking, but like thinking that she's really cool and she has like some sort of like underground kind of feel, but like it really right. is just like pop.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I was like, what do you think th- these two are listening to walking by? Um and then one other thing with, like, uh, the scenes, when you all first walked up mm-hmm. to Amanda, I meant to ask this earlier, and Blair drops her, like, oh, stick, yeah. I think it was a hockey stick, mm-hmm. on her foot, how many times did you guys have to do, like, I know you're not going to remember, oh, Jess, right, it was four right, right. times. But, like, there's not a chance that that stick just went and dropped on her foot on every angle, on every, every camera like time, it did right? when we I
3: do not. I do not recall <laughs> I do not recall, but I do remember doing that little walk into place
4: several times. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean. Well, I, when you when when you watch it though, it's so like in sync, and like it, it was almost like you right, guys were doing a right. dance. It was like one two three, one two three. Then you hear the bing. And here's what I remember. I mean, I think on Gossip Girl, I don't know if it was that this season. Sometimes when you would hear, like, my phone would be in my, Vanessa's phone would be in mm-hmm. her purse at times. A lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> Where else is her fir- All the time. phone? And I remember, like, the AD would be like, and ding, 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 ding. So it'd give me, like, the time to process. Okay, my phone's ringing. Hold on. Let me put my coffee here. Let me open my purse. And then, yeah, then you fake the call. But sometimes, I think if I was alone in a scene, they could actually buzz it and ring it. And the AD would read Nate's lines or... Dan's lines or whatever, which was awesome because then you could hear it right in your ear. But if they didn't, they would read the lines offset, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be. It would be like just out loud where everyone could hear it. Right. But I remember that one of the times I'm like, how do you how do you do this? So do I remember both parts of the dialogue right. and then play off myself?
3: I always thought that was a crazy thing because I'm just like I always figured too, which is not the case that if you're, let's say you're supposed to be reading something off of a piece of paper or like off of your phone or some, you know, something like that, reading a text message or whatever. I always just like, before I got into acting, I was just like, oh, well, obviously all the text is there and they're just reading it. No, you actually still have to have it all memorized. You have to have it all memorized still. (laughs) Like all those little, like, you know, uh, when, and even when someone else is not in the scene and you're like not looking at it or whatever, I mean, like you still have to have it all memorized all the time. Yeah. It's not. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. I'm just like, why wouldn't why wouldn't they just allow us to like cheat a little bit and just like for this and one just read it. part, just like read it <laughs> off the notebook? It'd be like literally a piece of paper that has like scribble all over it. Not even the script, not the script. Scribble, 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 and then you have to just say your lines, right?
4: <laughs> just memorize everything. Yeah, just
3: memorize everything. That's what it is. Memorize all of it.
4: Oh my gosh! And your <laughs> your like hair looks in the scene with the side pony and the like All of it. down. They were really cute looks, girl.
3: I know, girl. Um, the hockey, the field hockey look was my favorite one. People always ask me, and I'm like, I love that. And so when I rewatched this, I was like, I forgot that the field hockey look was in this one. I'm like, I just felt like I was rocking that one. I felt like I was like, it was the you side. were. <laughs> I was really feeling
4: it. You totally were, and those headbands. It was head my fave.
3: I know it was my favorite one. I loved it. But I'm yeah. also kind of like athletic and I like, you know, I liked the modified athletic look that it had. Yeah.
4: It did have a modified athletic But that it was like, okay. It didn't really
3: work out in that, you know? <laughs> but, you know.
4: Yeah. How, were you ever like with changeovers with with your hair? Because we have, some, I know we always go back to this, but like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, if my hair has to be straight and then curly or curly then straight, like I hope they know that this is going to take a lot longer. Totally. Oh my God. Because I know. Because my hair can go curly very fast. Yes. But then it has a wet look to it which it, it, if it's continuity wise like you can't do that
3: right so then they would have to they would have to like get it dry and then also right. they go in back and they like touch up all the curls like make them more ringlety right right i feel like they would always do that with my hair
4: yeah your hair always looked amazing i mean it does right now too but he, here's the funny thing there's like someone on set that has to literally put all of that into the schedule. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Nicole's going to do scene one, four, and five at STK. And then after lunch, we have to put her in touch-ups, but she's going to need 45 minutes for hair. And that like, yep. someone having to break that down gives me anxiety. And I'm like, it's just way too much stuff going on. There's way there too are many certain people. certain people in the
3: world that can do that stuff really,
4: really well. <laughs> I mean, they did on the show. They were dialed yeah, in. I know. We were know. never, like, even if – it's always sit and wait on every set. So it's never like on any set, someone's doing something wrong. That's just right. the way it is because I think everyone wants to have a little cushion to make sure, okay, this person's ready to go. Exactly. Yeah, I just like, I was looking at all the different looks. I'm like, oh, that had to be a a big changeover. That had to be, and... Totally. And you know, I would also like, I mean,
3: most of the time they had an idea, but they were just like, you want your hair curly. A lot of times they would ask me, do you want your hair like curly or straight this episode? And I'd be like, let me see. Am I going out to... 10 June and SDK tonight.
4: I'll go straight. (laughs) I'll go straight. (laughs) I'll go straight. (laughs) So you're that, that look of the like modest athletic was your favorite. What, what do you, what was the fun? This is a fan question. I'm just looking right now. What was the best part about being in Blair's posse? You know, honestly, I mean, like, and 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 for this, like, answer this obviously how you want, but then I want to go back and to be like at four is, and then as an actor because for well, is, I was going to do it, both, yeah yeah, so- yeah, 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 yeah. You're like yeah. Jess, I got it. Don't yeah. try to answer my question. <laughs> yeah,
3: I mean, I was going to say as um as an as is, I think it was just it was just plain fun, right? Like I got to just go out there and just be like
4: a bitch, and it was great. <laughs>
3: You're like I can you know? do
4: this, and I can't get in trouble. So right,
3: exactly. I'm like I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do here, and like I, I, you know, all of the looks. I, I I really focused on this one in this episode because I I don't watch myself very often, and so I was watching myself, and I'm just like all of those looks. I still kind of have those looks. Like I still make those same kind of like looks sometimes, and my oldest daughter has those looks too. Like. Oh my so. God. <laughs> so that part was just it was that part was just fun right i mean i loved i loved the fact that we were you know kind of matching all the time you know trying these like different fashions i love that it was like kind of a caricature right like yeah. I, I thought that that part was really fun
4: yeah yeah
3: another part was really fun and then as just me honestly i i loved working with layton and amanda i mean i especially in this episode i mean the i find them both to be like such talented actors Absolutely. and for me, because I felt like I was like a little bit—I I didn't have as much experience as either of them, right? So I just felt like I was always learning something, mm-hmm. um, and that that part was really important to me. Like I always just felt like you know I could bounce things off of both of the, you know both of them, and we just worked together well in that way.
4: I felt like you guys they, did. Uh, you guys yeah. were like seamless. Like it just seemed like everything flowed. Even when like on the stairs, when it was you when she says the Mets under construction and earlier in the episode. Yeah, And Amanda's sitting there and you guys are all, it's like Blair says something that is and then Penelope all to Amanda about like, well, that's what friends do. And that's what friends are for. And Serena dated, like you guys didn't get like, it was, it felt like you had all been on a TV show together for 10 years. This was season two. That's and season two, maybe not, not every episode together. So that was probably half of what it was. You guys had a real good chemistry and a flow.
3: Yeah, for sure. We totally had a chemistry and a flow. So we like knew each other, but we are also like close off of, right. you know, off camera. We were, we were all close. We were all hanging out, you know? Yeah. And I think that that really, I think that that for us, it really helped, right? It really helped kind of like build that camaraderie and that chemistry. Yeah, yeah. for sure.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
4: We always have rehearsal before you go before the scene to get the marks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know it would always be let's run it for words. Like then we would say that louder. Maybe oh, that's yeah. the Orville. Like let's do it for words. Okay, everyone, you know, did the scene? We did our lines, and then let's do it for marking. And then let's really do it to get a feel of like what's going on. And then mm. at first you do we did rehearsals where not everyone was there. Not everyone from the department. Just the department heads would come, so it's not so crowded. And mm-hmm. then another rehearsals where. Everyone from that department comes in. So then it's like all the people from the camera department and all the people from hair and makeup and all the people Mm -hmm. from every single department. When I'm I'm not trying to miss one. Every department is as as important as the next. But Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's a rehearsal from like it goes just the cast and the director to, you know, 20 people with the cast and then like 150.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember it being like that on Gossip Girl. I feel like okay. for, I feel like
4: maybe on very small sets it
3: was that way there. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think also too because I I didn't work with you that much. Right, right. You know, like we no. just became instant. We just became
4: instant chums. <laughs> we did, well, we did really hit it off right away outside yeah. of obviously our characters, but we don't. When I'm looking back. Nicole, we really don't have that many scenes together. We don't have that many the scenes together. The way our friendship no, so is true. in life or the way we are, I I would have go back and think like we were on the show like all the time together. Right. Like exactly. you would be like my Dan, I would think.
3: Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally. No. Totally. But like I do remember, I do remember, um, you know, we'd be waiting in someone's trailer or whatever or right. someone's room and we would, you know, just kind of run it a little bit, but not, right. a, not a ton. A lot of times we were yeah. just kind of hanging out. You know, chatting. And I was also still working on my masters. So right. I would sometimes just be like, All right, guys, I gotta I gotta study. I'll
4: see you. I gotta go I'll do like real studying. I'm
3: like, I gotta study. <laughs> I'll see you guys in a little bit. I gotta test.
4: <laughs> yeah. Rehearsals, like I always liked a rehearsal to hear it out loud. Cause sometimes you you know, you read the script, you break it down, and then you're home running your lines for, you know, that next week or that next day. Yeah. So I always liked hearing like how everyone would do it. But I would yeah. I thought when you were all sitting on the stairs. The way you all bounced off each other talking to Amanda Mm -hmm. was so quick and, like, I'm just like, these these girls are so good together. Like, you (laughs) couldn't – no one else could have done it the way you guys did it, and it's so rad. Like, loved it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We had a lot of fun.
4: Right? Okay. So then we cut to Vanessa at some point going and this whole OMG moment on the show where she sees Catherine with the Lord. I I mean (laughs) – poor Vanessa. I mean, she's just caught in the middle. She's just like, she's caught <laughs> in this thing, which is really major. Like she doesn't want to hurt Nate, but she's watched something like this. She probably really doesn't. I don't think Vanessa really wants to hurt Blair, but this is information that Blair is going to like right. go off on or about. Exactly. Or, so, I mean, when she, when that happened again, it was just one of those moments where I'm like, I, I did not mm-hmm. expect that at all. Or remember that. Like when I I watched it, I'm like, it was me that knew that first? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then we have – okay, so Vanessa, when she finds this out, here's, here's where, like, I feel like Vanessa not being on the – like, from the Upper East Side or in that world is, like, where this hits a certain way sometimes. Because here she finds out this information. She's trying to handle it the best way she can. In the sense, she does go to Dan, which I know that's like maybe don't open your mouth, but like she's not trying to like go and spread the word mm-hmm. or to, like do that. She's she wants to a little guidance, like Dan. What can I do? This is a crazy thing that I saw, and it affects Nate, but it also mm-hmm. affects Blair. And I'm not. She doesn't want to cross yeah. Blair really. I, I don't think Vanessa really ever wanted to cross Blair. She she, she no. has to at I, times. I think Vanessa or,
3: really didn't want anything to do with Blair.
4: Like no, she was no. like I got to talk to Blair. Like no, I, exactly. <laughs> but here's like. What is nuts about <laughs> everyone up on this Upper East Side, everyone's just kind of like, we'll, we'll bury someone, put some, throw someone under the bus, do anything to like help put them on the next step up or do anything with like no shame. And it's like yeah. very <laughs> disturbing at times. And I'm watching this, I'm like, oh my gosh, someone's like, ho- two families are very involved. That's why when Vanessa wants to take a step back and not really be involved, but yet she has information that like, it could help Nate as well. So it's like right are you p- going to be the good cop and and having to do something bad to make the right thing or or like we- so when she goes to like try to help the situation and then Blair has it all sorted which is also like mm-hmm. that's why i always love Blair storylines yeah,
3: Blair had it sort of... Yeah, I mean, she, she was just like... Like, before you could actually even say... Like, before Vanessa could even, like, say the whole thing, Blair Blair already had the plan. She was like... Yeah, I, exactly I mean, she's
4: got... Like, and I don't need to tell <laughs> you
3: what the plan is because it's just going to go flawlessly. It's,
4: yeah. it's just plan A, we got it. Where's, and then she does always have a plan B and C that it's, like, still going to trump. But she's, like, going to the Duke to pay off the Archibald debt, making Catherine leave. I mean, like, the things that this young student is doing... And here's Vanessa where she's like, I just thought it was going to put an end to like what was actually wrong, you know? (laughs) That's it. It was real like simple, even though not very twisted and crazy. But Vanessa gets like the short end of the stick and then Nate's mad at her. And he's like, well, were we ever really friends? Speaking of the whole friendship. And I'm like, oh, she actually was not like. (laughs) Turned it right around. Mm -hmm. Turned it right around. Right around. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I mean, what do you think Vanessa should have done when she got that? The check for 5,000. Do you think, because listen, she could use that money.
3: Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest with you. I mean, if you're asking me, my mom is an immigrant and she's like, if someone gives you money, you take it. So
4: <laughs> you take the check. And <laughs> listen, That's what with my mom. She was like, if someone's giving you money, you better take it. <laughs> right. And she like literally walked, I'm sure she had like a helicopter or something, but gets to Brooklyn and just hands her the check. It wasn't like Vanessa yeah, was jumping I through know. hoops to get this and can use yeah. it. I know Vanessa can use that.
3: She could totally use it. Yeah, I know she did the right thing, and like in my mind, I would have done the same thing, right? I would have just been like, "I'm not taking, I'm not taking your hush money, girl." Right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> just like that, girl. I'm not taking your hush money, but you know, but generally speaking, if people want to give you money, you take- just <laughs> take
4: the money. Take the money, girl. <laughs> um, okay, so in the parallel storyline that's going on is Rufus and and. Lily. And they're, tr- they're struggling to have like a friendship, which here's my, my thing on that. Like, I don't know. She's married and have, has kids. I, I don't know. Do you bring a bottle of wine to go watch a movie with someone at that age? Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, no, no, right? no, you don't. You don't. I mean, then FaceTime Bart and <laughs> let him know that you're at the Rufus, at Rufus Humphrey's loft in Brooklyn. And, and how does he feel? Yes, exactly. That? Or how do you feel about Bart Bass going and watching a movie with the bottle of wine with his ex. Exactly. Exactly. That's so, that's so uh, what someone always also told me. Like, you should always be able to do what you're doing with whoever it is in front of your partner. Right, exactly. Like, no matter what, whether it's go- you going out with your girlfriends and meeting people right. out or with your guy friends or a group of friends, whatever it is, like, if you can't act, and not just do things, like, if you can't act the way you would act if your partner was in the room, yes, then so, probably shouldn't, you probably be, doing shouldn't it. It. be doing
3: it. You probably shouldn't be doing it. And the, I was that's like, that's truth. correct. Yep that's the truth girl
4: yeah yes for sure yeah so i just was like wait is she bringing a bottle of wine and like, i know and she's like oh i just thought we could watch like an old
3: movie i'm like no you don't do that
4: what would happen if they're just watching a movie having wine and then dan and serena just come home
3: then <laughs> that would be a situation okay because it's just like oh my gosh oh, i mean entwined let me tell you
4: entwined. yeah yeah that's just i was like wait what are you doing there are you getting back with him now? And then there was like a point where I'm like, well, if they get back, then then Dan and Serena, that, that squashes how many times we have to go back and forth with them because then they can't get back together if, you know.
3: Though I feel like in Gossip Girl world, they probably could. Could. <laughs> this
4: is true. You know. This is true, girl. <laughs> and then Dan and Amanda, first Dan brings her. To Mm -hmm. STK. Which I guess she, I mean, I
3: guess technically Amanda kind of brought him, sort of, right? Because he's like, it's not his scene. And she's like, who cares? Let's show it off. Like, let's do it. She almost kind of had it out a little bit for Serena. Like,
4: like, low key. Right. And at this point when you're watching, you're thinking, okay, unbeknownst to everyone or what's going to happen? And because I like totally didn't ever see this episode... She's in on it with Chuck. So yeah. there's like a whole nother thing there where I'm like, what What would Chuck get from this? From I that? know, I know. But and you know, just Chuck's thinking oh 10 God. steps ahead of the game. Yeah, totally. Because yeah, yeah. if he, de- if he gets Serena to be queen, then Blair needs Chuck and Chuck wants Blair to need him at yes. this point. I think that's what yes. I'm getting from it. Yes. right. I guess
3: so. Yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. Like she, I mean like he wants to break up Blair, from anybody too, right? Is that part right. of it? Right, which like, is I guess-
4: part of it for sure. But mm-hmm. in that, I feel like his whole thing about making sure Serena gets to the top, there's like something manipulative and like he's doing that for – he doesn't care really if Serena's the queen bee. I know. Does but why he? does he want to bring Blair down? That's the thing. Like like why does he because want to – Because I like, think if he brings Blair down, Blair needs him. Oh, okay. To bring her yeah. back up because of the way he works. I mean, this This is why I think when I used to read the scripts back then, I used to think he's got to be Gossip Girl because he's so intertwined and doing all these things. Yeah, like true. The shit he pulls. I'm yeah. like, you're like killing three birds with one stone. Like, with a half a stone, you're killing every <laughs> yeah, I, bird. It's true. He's, His mind is just going. Going. And, like, by the way, that Nair situation was like. Oh, my
3: gosh. I mean, I can't. I can't, and the fact, and the fact, and the fact that the near teeny, it was not a new thing. They were like, "You remember that?" I'm just like, "Yeah, we." I mean, it's like, like this has been we do. done. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what we do. We go around and we like toss near in people's hair at STK, at hot clubs in a bars, martini. That's what we do in a martini exactly. <laughs> like this has been done before. Okay,
4: and and but here's the thing: like, is it is it Chuck that like puts it together and does that, or is it is in
3: Penelope, or is it Blair? Well. Well, I mean, like you mean actually physically? Could you, could you see Chuck back there like-
4: Mincing <laughs> <those>. it. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes I feel like it's like people having other people do the dirty work, you know? Y- yeah. I could. Yes, <sighs> exactly. Like there was like a, was a documentary I just watched and the, the guy had been stealing money, doing all these things, but getting girls to write these checks and send money- But he never really got in trouble because he technically never stole or did anything, even though he manipulated these people. And yes, they did sign off and send over. But maybe it's just like Blair and Chuck manipulating. I mean, to me, I'm just watching it. I'm like, who like thought of this and decided to make this the thing? Totally. You know what I mean? Like which character? (laughs) Yeah. Also, which writer?
3: (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly. Right. That writer (laughs) is like, woo. Okay. No. Like. But I mean, having Chuck and Blair together—I mean, like they are the most. I mean, those children, scary. The manipulation. Yeah. Goodness, they would never be able to get over those kids. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, it would be impossible for them. Oh my goodness. Because all kids are a little bit manipulative, right? Those ones would be another level. Ooh, yeah. Be sending their parents to
4: jail, right? (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so when you guys were filming, let's go back to the Mm -hmm. STK thing. Which when you said this before, it's so true when there's and there's a party scene or a group scene or a group like mm-hmm. throwdown in so almost yes. every episode, every other for sure. And those are just so like, it's always too, I've, at one point I'm like, are we always in a circle? And we're just like, bang, 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 going like. Totally going across, across, across. Yep. <laughs> um, what for STK, because I know from eating there a lot, because I know we all used to go there and eat a lot yeah, and did. then hit, mm-hmm. wasn't 10 June right underneath there? Yeah, girl. We we had our circuit. <laughs> we were there. We were like we're not leaving this building till 3 in the morning. Yes.
3: Exactly. <laughs> and like we would go there and then and then the next day we were just like, oh, we have to shoot
4: here today. <laughs> <laughs> we were actually we were like, just I left there. at 3. I'm back at 6. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So tell us like when you're filming a scene like that in a, in a restaurant like that, it's loud, people are loud, they're cheering, there's music. When you're filming, it's completely silent so you have mm-hmm. to literally and they do playback a lot they'll be like playback the song that's on for 5 yep. seconds yeah and then they'll be like and ready and action the song will stop everyone's completely silent and then it goes to yeah. just two people talking or three four yes. whatever it is but yes. you feel like cuz it's a silent room your instinct as a human would be not to talk louder But as an actor, you have to remember, okay, the music was just this, at this level, five seconds ago. This is what they're going to put in in post-production. And now I have to talk to Penelope standing right next to me. Like there's really loud music.
3: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's just so weird. It's so bizarre.
4: Because it makes, and then you hear yourself and you're like, wait, am I like doing a good job as an actor, even though you're literally properly doing it right? And I don't mean you, I'm saying in general.
3: Right, right, right. Exactly. It's a real like art to figure that out, though. To figure that out, exactly, because it's like a quiet room. And I remember also just like the fact that we were in in there
4: during the day. Yeah, that's a awkward I mean, thing.
3: <laughs> that that was just awkward. I was like, what? I'm just, and, and you know, just this is the whole the whole point of it, you know, it's like, like
4: running into your teacher in in high school or grade school outside of school. It's like a, yes. it's just like a feeling that you're like, I, this shouldn't be happening. Like I should yes. not be at SDK during the day.
3: Right. Exactly. But the whole thing is that it might be six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 AM, whatever it is. And it's like completely dark. You're totally clubbed out, like in your club looks and whatever. <laughs> right. And it's like, there's pretend martinis all around. And it's supposed to be like that club energy, nighttime energy, which is like and very it's seven different in the morning. daytime energy. And it's like seven in the morning. So that part I felt like was a little bit crazy, but also too, um, Seeing a club like with the lights on—I mean, the lights were kind of dim the whole time—but like with the lights on in a space, you're just like, "Whoa, have I ever been here before?"
4: Like, yeah, I'd be like, "I don't know if I'm ever coming back here." (laughs) I know, I'm just like,
3: "Um, (laughs) "Is that like a cigarette like (laughs) stuck in there that's like still burning from last night?" (laughs) It's it's really crazy, but we like a floor sticky.
4: (laughs) Yeah, because there's just certain things that you should only see at certain times. Like your math teacher in math class and like a (laughs) nightclub at night, not like during the day on a TV set and like, and you're like, at times like base camp was probably far from STK because those streets are small in that little meatpacking district Mm -hmm. in New York. So there was probably like a waiting area so that you we wouldn't have to go back to our trailers and take more time for like touch ups and things like that so that exactly so you have a little area with our chairs that's like you know maybe off to the room maybe it's in the kitchen of SDK yeah maybe it's exactly which is another
3: place that I don't want (laughs)
4: to know no
3: no Especially in New York City.
4: Right. But then so then I'm saying it's not even like you're just going in and out for the scenes. You're like living yes. in this space where just We're living in
3: that space. Yeah. We lived in that space. Yeah. And and I, I actually think we lived in that space for like two days. I thought that I'm I sure. what I remember, you know, like because there was a lot going on there. Yeah. And I remember the near teeny thing taking some time.
4: Let's I can we talk about happened. that? With yeah. the, how did they do that with the hair falling out?
3: It wasn't a one and done. I think like getting the angles right and everything took took a couple of takes, but it's like you have to like actually throw – <laughs> like right. you actually have to do it.
4: Okay. Throw so, the nartini, you know. Right. And did was there a mark on like where you were throwing on the back of like a stand, on the back a of her wig? Uh, yeah. There was definitely – it
3: was definitely a hairpiece of some sort, right? right? But I don't I don't remember if there was a mark. I don't remember there being a mark.
4: Okay, they put, cameras yeah. were maybe far away so that it wouldn't actually get on the lens. Wouldn't,
3: well, that too, right? And then when it, when you're watching it too, it all happened behind her head, right? Right. That's what, yeah. like it all happened behind, and they were taking the it from the front, right? Right. So you couldn't really, so you could like sort of, you could see the action, and you could see her like kind of touching her
4: hair, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then what do you? I mean, it's been so long, but do you remember? Because I always find when it's like someone throwing up or drinking wine or it's never what obviously it is like the person isn't actually throwing up so it's like a mixture of like some you know I've been on yeah. sets where it's been mushed like oatmeal or and yeah. you know with like smashed raspberries with avocado yeah. like what That's I'm so like that gross. actually looks like so what was gross. on my daughter's uh, my turn this morning <laughs> yeah yeah Like
3: actually,
4: that's what she ate today. But no, but um, it's all—it's never what it is. Like when someone's drinking wine, it's obviously not wine, you know. And then sometimes, also, this is like a little fun fact. And we've had to do this—we had to do this a lot on Gossip Girl with all the party scenes. You with the prop department, they fill your drinks every time there's a reset, Mm -hmm. so that the mark of your whatever you're drinking is at the same point. And and this is what I always found hard too. You have to drink the same time you drink every time. So if (laughs) I say, hey, Iz, how are you doing? And Vanessa drinks, I have to literally drink every take, every time like that so that it matches Mm -hmm. from every angle. So sometimes, a lot of times, once I realize that at whatever point that was, whether it was this show or before this, I'm like, I'm always just going to do water because then I'll be getting... All the water I need. You'll be because- hydrated. <laughs> hydrated. At one time, I did coffee and I'm like, I'm going to literally lose my <laughs> mind. No more coffee. I don't want coffee in this cup. Oh my
3: gosh. That's hilarious.
4: But I mean, I know people that'll always do iced tea because they're a nice tea drinker or will do, you know, which I always, I you know, that's just something, again, you don't think about. Or, right, right. right. When you are eating something in a scene and you got you have to take the bite at the same time. So sometimes you're like, should yes. I take the bite while I'm talking? Because then I have right. to make it look clean and cool and you can still understand me. Mm-hmm. You know? Brad Pitt does it a lot in scenes like Oceans 11, He's eating. When you go back and yeah, see it now, you'll be time. like, oh, Isn't he
3: eating all the time. He, he's like it's a hot dog nachos. Yeah, yeah, cooking. yeah. That was like his thing. And he was always eating.
4: <laughs> always. And I'm like, and he's literally doesn't miss a beat. Like he'll he's like yeah. chewing and talking and doing it, making it look so real. But I I don't like when you're watching a scene at a bar or like like at SDK. If if you're not taking sips and drinking, it does it. it you take me out of it sense. because yeah. you'd mm-hmm. be drinking and eating when you're out with your yeah. friends. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Okay, exactly. so back to the drinking or the mart nar- 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 There, do you mm-hmm. remember what the mix was for mm-hmm. that? Because it was, it was so mis- Like it wasn't Jello, but this is me no, because no, no. I know I it's something.
3: It, I think it was glue okay and food color like like you know, like uh oh, like school it was glue. stringy yeah it was like, like that school, white because like, because school glue has that kind of like nair consistency yeah yeah right i mean it's been a long time since i've used nair if i at all yeah but
4: like, yeah no 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 i've but definitely I know seen
3: mean. nair but you know what i mean so i think it was i think it was glue i think it was like glue that was kind of like maybe watered down a little bit because you know if it's like school glue it's right. a little bit more runny right but i think they needed to make it runnier and then also put the food color in. yeah
4: and then it clearly was, must have been a wig where they yeah. chopped it. I remember that part. And then would, you know, set it. Then everyone, mm-hmm. all the makeup team and everyone run out, yep. roll the camera, and then action mm-hmm. would be where, yeah, yep. it's insane. Yeah. But like, then that happened. And then, like, Dan, the next day when he calls her, is like, I'm just really sorry about what happened last night. You're sorry about what happened last night. The girl's hair was coming out because i like, that is, like, gnarly. Like, I would be, like, yeah. coming over to your house, like, you're sorry? That's crazy. Like, sorry's not enough. Like, sorry's
3: not enough. No. Sorry's not enough. Like, now I need to wear wigs. And I just started at this school. Not yeah.
4: Not
1: No. Mm-mm.
4: And then when when Dan at the STK turns around to say, well, at least they, this was an interesting little part to me when he's like, when him and Serena, she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And he's like, you're always rationalizing. And he goes, at least, at least they own it. And it goes, and the camera pans to you and, and Penelope. It's funny because I would always try to be like, okay, on the reverse, which way am I looking? Am I looking camera mm. right or camera left? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it always depended on where the camera was on, right. to your shoulder. It's, it's really it like wild. And for anyone listening that doesn't understand this, if you look the other way when it's actually in editing, it you you have to reshoot everything because it doesn't look like you're talking to the person to match yep. their coverage.
3: I mean, all that stuff like blew my mind when I was, I was like,
4: what is Blows going my on? Mind. Yeah, it still I does. I- <laughs> I'm like, what? But like, it literally, it panned to you and Penelope and you guys, you were looking at mm-hmm. Serena and Dan. And I'm thinking. I wonder. I wonder. Even if your eyeline had to be higher because or lower because you guys were definitely on a step right, closer exactly. to the bar. And they
3: were always, yeah. They they usually had somebody over there for eyeline though, which helped right. for sure. I mean, if it was right. actually you know Blake or Penn, that would be great. But sometimes yeah. if it was not. It would just be like
4: someone different person. Yeah, You're literally yeah, a saying person. your lines to a different person. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they would have to be getting ready to do ready. the next scene mm-hmm. to make the time of the day, and. What is also funny saying the line to another person? Sometimes there would be just an X because the person couldn't get behind like the different chords or the things. So I'm like saying a line. I'm supposed to be talking to like Blair, and I'm talking to literally a bright red X (laughs) on some like stand. And I'm like, okay, I'm picturing Blair's fate. Her, she's rolling her eyes right now. Right. I mean, (laughs) right. I know. Honestly, we're just very talented. Okay, guys, we're just all very talented. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what I think about it, and it's
3: like this is why I think. There are so their actors are really held in such high regard. I mean, like when you are on the other side of it, you know. I think sometimes people don't don't think about it that way. They're like, oh, it couldn't be that hard or whatever. I'm like, it's actually really hard.
4: Yeah, Norman Buckley. Remember Norman, mm-hmm. the director. I do. He was talking about how everyone he loved working with everyone so much because everyone was really down and game to just try. He's yeah. like, I would sometimes make marks and things physically like it might be difficult, but I knew everyone would try hard to do it and and everyone was down. And that's what I think also was a big testament to everyone and the Gossip Girl family mm-hmm. making it what people love so much is because everyone really did come to play and like throw it yeah. out. Oh, like, yeah, uh, sure. like you, Nicole, you never acted in your life to step in and take yeah. on a role that became a staple and bring like the comedy and the fashion. Like also the, even, even though let's obviously Eric is like, a legend in it, mm-hmm. but the way everyone rocked it too. Not everyone could have just came in and played is and rocked it that way and had the funny banter and things like that. That's obviously why you did it and did a great job with it for for years. But like you coming in, never knowing I like no at all, and then yeah. knowing what a mark was and having to do that, and then still be able to artistically bring what you brought is like phenomenal. I well, mean that you. should I mean, it, yeah it, it no was, for real.
3: I learned I learned so much honestly. I learned so much and I just and I'm a pretty quick study and I just kind of picked it up and I'm just like all right that's what I got to do, you know. Like I
4: <laughs> you're like I'm doing.
3: I that. remember I remember like one of the one of the times like they had a now I'm, I'm blanking on the word. What is the word? Oh, stand-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They had like a stand-in, right? And they were just like, "All right, I don't I don't remember what they said, but like the stand-ins and I was just like what are they talking about? They and were probably this,
4: like first team. Everyone can go back to yeah, base yeah, for stand-ins. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: And then I was – but I was like
4: – stand-in?
3: Was, I was like, what is that? And then I noticed <laughs> – and then I was just like, oh, it's a black girl, kind of the same height. I was like, that's interesting. She's standing in for me while they're doing the lighting so that I can go and like do my hair and makeup and like be ready for the scene. I was like, I had no real idea. Yeah. I, I didn't even know that was going to happen. I think that's what it was for me, right? I had right. no idea that I was like in the big leagues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like <laughs> – I, yeah. I, I just assumed that I would have to stand. I mean, also too, I came from a modeling background. I would just have to stand there until they figured out the light, like the lighting. Know. Yeah, yeah.
4: So that's yeah. So a stand-in for anyone listening that doesn't know is basically what she just explained. But they base they also like make sure like the color shirt that your stand-in has on is the sim similar yeah. color, or yeah, whatever similar you know, skin texture, tones, like all
3: that stuff too. Yep.
4: yep. And then they try to light it and do everything height wise and you know skin color wise and all the things so that when the actor playing. In the scene comes back; it's it's ready to go. And sometimes yeah. there's a little bit of adjusting, but most of the time not. And I became very close with my stand-in from Gossip Girl. To oh, you this did? day, we're still friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Ash, yeah, Ashley, she's amazing. She, um, yeah, and and it's also a lot of help for the for the actors because sometimes it's like if 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 we had to do that, we wouldn't. I mean, we'd have to add on seven days.
3: Oh, per least. episode, exactly. It would just exactly. Takes so much time. It Takes so much time to get right, especially for a show like this where there's just. There's so much hair and yeah. makeup. There's so much fashion. Like, you know.
4: Totally. I mean, and what's so nice, like Ashley, when I would come back from, you know, whether we were kind of running the lines as a you know, with the actors on the side or we were doing our, you know, t- changeovers or touch ups. She'd always come in and be like, all right, so, you know, Chuck's going to walk in behind this pillar here, just so you know, and your eyeline will be really close to the cam- to camera left and. She'd like give me the rundown, even though the director would, and it would be awesome, you know. And then we still come and then rehearse it while while it's us Mm -hmm. in the scene. But having those stand-ins have been great. But I love that you were like, I didn't know I was getting that. I'm like, girl, you like made the show.
3: (gasps) I had no no idea what to expect. I had no idea what to expect, so I
4: was just like, you know,
3: they were calling, and then I was just like, okay, I'm first team. All right, cool.
4: (laughs) (laughs) First team, yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah, that's so funny. Um, I, I like bringing me back to that courtyard scene when, when Dan walks out one last thing with mm-hmm. this episode, do you feel like Dan should be getting shunned the way he did? Like, did he really cross Serena in a bad way? Like this again is like, to me, you guys broke up. Yeah. Like he should go, but, but was it wrong? You went to like, what, what do you think? Do you think he's him getting shunned is like not right or, or yeah, does he it's deserve not right.
3: it? It's totally not right. Like, I mean, like. Seriously, like he didn't, I mean, they both they broke up together. You know what I mean? Right. And like to have everybody turn on him. Like, I mean, he wasn't doing anything. Amanda was the one that was doing something. She's like, let's show them. You know, she's right. so like in when the she got there. end, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like in the end, it all it all goes back to Chuck. But poor Dan, right. poor lonely boy, <laughs> lonely again. Lonely oh,
4: again. <laughs> it's like that's his thing. Oh my goodness. How about two? that. The scene when he walks out is Santa Gold. What's the name of the song? Shove it by Santa Gold. I'm like, they love her up on that show. Wait, I don't. That do theme, I know that?
3: I think I probably knew it when I was watching it, but then now I'm. I'm for sure, not coming and to I'll me. send.
4: I'll send it to you. I can't. I will not sing it because baby girl don't have that kind of voice over here. <laughs> but it's Shove it by Santa Gold, and it's this beat, and then featuring Spank Rock on this on this actual mix or whatever. Mm-hmm. But. The beat starts, he walks out, looks around and yeah, he's just being shunned. And I'm like, I don't like, maybe it wasn't right to go to SDK, but was it right that Serena wanted to go to dinner? I mean, like, you're not totally in the wrong here. Like you shouldn't really be like,
3: like kicked to the curb like this. Yeah. I do You know, I mean, in Gossip Girl world, like that happens for like a week and then, you know, right. or probably all high school world, to be honest, it like
4: happens for a <laughs> week and then all of a sudden everything's like fine again. Right. You know, true. Yeah. Here's, here was the closing Gossip Girl quote. Sorry, lonely boy. Don't say we didn't warn you. But if Queen S will do this to D, are any of us safe? Bow down or bow out. XOXO. <laughs> Gossip girl. Bow down or bow out, people. Bow down or bow out. Ah man. Well, girl, this was amazing. Can yes. you give us your Instagram name on here so you guys can go check her out? And then any website or anything you want to go to to see and hear and... Obviously, I love having you here. So this might be we might be doing this more.
3: <laughs> yeah, I love it. No, it's so great. It's always good to connect with you. Um, you can find me at I am Nicole Facella on Instagram and then also com.
4: And that's N-I-C-O-L-E F-I-S-C-E-L-L-A. Yep. Yep. There we that's go. That's it. All right, girl. Well, I'll leave you to it. Okay. Nicole, as always, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. I keep forgetting about all the shenanigans of Blair and her group, and I'm so glad I could dive into some of their most chaotic moments with you. And listeners, I'll of course see you next week for a rewatch of season two, episode five. I have another special guest joining me in honor of the Met Ball and New York Fashion Week. He's a pretty big deal in the fashion industry and a good friend of mine, so tune in. For some deep dive into Gossip Girl fashion and one of the best Gossip Girl runway episodes. The Serena also rises. Can't wait. XOXO is produced by Propagate Content and me, Jessica Zor. Our show is executive produced by Ling Lee. Li. Our producers are Diego Teppia, Kristen Vermilia, Emily Carr, and Hannah Harris. Original music by Moxie and Loon, and the episode was mixed by Seth Olansky.
0: Zumo Play.